Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener, and welcome if you are listening for the very first time, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, and of course, Google Play, and my blog talk radio community. I hope you are having a great start to your week. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And of course, later, I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, tonight we're going to talk about spring cleaning your handbag collection with Rebag. We spring clean our homes, we clean our closets. Well, sometimes in cleaning out the closets, you don't always touch those handbags. And maybe it's a time you do. And also, we're going to get some tips in my interview with David Philbrook from Rebag on just how to really maintain, organized as well as maintained. And of course, um, I will be sharing my product suggestion, my app suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion for the week. And I want to thank all of you who posted your comments on the question of the week, which was, when was the last time you cleaned out your handbag, tote, and backpack? And some of you were very honest. You really didn't know. So hopefully you will schedule time in the coming week to do so. But before I bring on my interview with David Fulbrook, Brock, excuse me, David Full Phil Brook, Phil Brook from um he's the business development team from Rebag. I want to um just kind of give you a little history on the purchases purses which I've got from Wikipedia. And I'm gonna get a little tongue tied this evening. So, early modern Europeans wore purses for one sole purpose was to, of course, carry coins. Purses were made of soft fabric or leather and were worn by men as often as ladies. In the early 17th century, young girls were taught embroidery as a necessary skill for marriage. This also helped them make very beautiful handbags. And, of course, by the 18th century, fashions in Europe or moving towards the slender shape for these accessories inspired by the silhouettes of ancient Greece and Rome. And women wanted that were not only bulky or untidy in appearance, but they wanted something that had a little design to it. Some things were made out of silk and velvet and carried the wrap 
wrist straps as well. And, of course, the modern purse, clutch, pouch, or handbag came about in England during the Industrial Revolution in part due to the increase in travel by railway. So that was just like a little history in regards to the handbag. So now I am going to be sharing with you um, my pre-recorded interview with David Spielbrook of Rebag. Well, listeners, it is spring cleaning, and one of the things in the areas we always focus on the closet and the clothes, but today let's focus on all of those pocketbooks, that collection that you have that may be on a shelf, and then, of course, it may be just overflowing on the floor and the other areas in your bedroom and your home. And today I have David Philbrook, who is part of the business development team of Rebag. Welcome, David. Thank you, Janet. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So, David, for the listeners who don't know, can you tell them a little bit about Rebag? Of course, of course. So our CEO, Charles Gora, he has always been passionate about collaborative consumption and really has been a champion of sustainability. And during his time at Rent the Runway, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but it's another platform where consumers can rent high-end designer dresses, he was doing a lot of house visits, and he was really blown away by the amount of bags that were just sitting in people's closets. And, you know, at the time, there was really no motivation to sell, mainly because consumers didn't want to go through the tedious process of consigning, you know, whether it be the high split fee or the wait times or lack of transparency. You know, and also during this time, we really noticed a structural shift in the perception of pre-owned luxury. So I'm not sure if you agree, but I think there's really no longer this negative connotation or really reluctancy to buy secondhand. So Charles wanted to create a model that was transparent and fair and also sustainable to the industry. And so Rebag was born. And for the listeners that don't know our brand, we are all about expediency. So if you have a handbag that you want to sell, you simply send us a few photos. We get you a quote within one business day. And if you accept that quote, we will pick the bag up free of charge or we'll send you a prepaid box and label. And once we get the bag to our headquarters in New York, we authenticate it and then we pay you outright via check or direct deposit. So there's no split time and there's no wait fee. And, you know, we've really found that clients love that. They love the quick turnaround and they love the fact that they get paid up front. And, you know, it is a great service because, like you said, there's like a trend. People want to be more environmentally conscious. So instead of constantly buying things and, you know, getting rid of them, they're really looking at alternatives to shopping, and that's one way to do it. But also sometimes people just don't have the time or the skill set to really do what it takes, like you're offering to sell a bag of higher quality online. So that is wonderful, and it makes it so much easier for women who just want to get rid of things. So, David, and the work that you do, you know, and this is just a question, and you may or may not be able to answer, but why do women carry, like, so many bags? Because I was looking at a woman the other day. She had her handbag. Then she had a tote bag. Then she had another bag. I'm thinking one bag would really serve a purpose. (laughs) 
Right. Well, no, yeah, you know, we see that all the time. I think a handbag has really become an extension of the woman. And, you know, people carry them for a number of reasons. You know, a lot of people do it as a status symbol or as an award. You know, you work really, really hard and you save up for that new Chanel or that new LV. A lot of people do it for personal taste or, you know, just as an expression of their creativity or of their style. What what I find very interesting is how each brand has kind of carved out this demographic. You know, you think about Hermes being very aspirational and elegant and kind of something that you would hope for one day in your life. You know, LV and Chanel is very classic. Then you have, you know, Balenciaga and Alexander Wang that are very trendy. So, you know, you can really show off your personality and sort of, you know, what your aspirations are through an extension of a handbag. And I know everybody doesn't think that way, but that's the way we kind of see um, how our consumers view their purchases. And, you know, and I agree with that because now that spring has hit the warmer weather, I tend to gravitate towards that pop of color. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to pulling out the orange handbag because that's not something I really do like winter or fall. But now it's like, oh, yes, the orange bag is coming out, and I'm excited. So I can understand that it is a part of your personality because sometimes Mm -hmm. you could just wear jeans and a T-shirt, but it's the bag that just says everything about who you are. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so what are some of the bags in, in, in your um, expertise is what should women have in their, like, wardrobe? Because I know when I was going through my mom's things, and when she passed away, there were certain things that she had. She always had that cute little bag. Unfortunately, when she had the bag, they didn't have cell phones, David. So now you're trying to figure <laughs> out how to navigate all of that. Right. But what are some of the, you know, in your trends that you feel are some of the things that women, all women should really have? Right. Well, well, personally, I think if you are going to invest in your first designer bag, you should pick a classic. You know, whether it's a Chanel Boy or a Neverfull or a Chloe Say, I think you want to pick something that you're going to love in the moment and also you're going to love over the next couple of years because, you know, that is something you should be able to wear at night and during the day. I think a lot of people's inclination, they see that really bright red Chanel or like you said, they see that orange lizard bag that, you know, you love in the moment, but you're going to get tired of it or you can't wear it every day. So as your first purchase, it's kind of like every girl should have a pair of skinny black jeans or, or a, a nice black dress. I think you want to have that classic bag that you'll wear all the time. And then you start building up from there. You know, as you can afford it, you kind of buy a little thing out, you know, some bags out of your comfort zone. Um, but I think, you know, the labels like, Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Chloe, there are certain styles and brands, Gucci, that will always be classic, and that's what I think you should gravitate towards at first. And we have some great content on, on our website, which I know you'll share with the, with the listeners, where we kind of go over all of the classic bags. So um, I think the, the listeners should definitely check out that. Hmm. In addition to the classic bags, what are the best ways to store handbags? Because I worked with a woman once, and that's all my project was, was organizing her handbags. And one of the things I noticed when working with her is that certain bags, she would actually have a pair of white gloves because she didn't want to touch them, which I thought was kind right. of interesting. But, you know, she said, Jan, I'm just doing this because we're going to be handling it. And so what are the best ways to you know, store handbags. Well, I know the leather has to breathe, but also you want to protect it. 
Right, of course. So at Rebag, we have this sort of little saying here. It's clean, stuff, cover, separate, handle with care, and store. And I know that's a mouthful, but we do dozens of home visits every single month. And even if a bag is only carried one or two times, the thing we always find is that it's not stored properly. And you'd be surprised, even if you leave a bag for a year or two, it can collect dust and that can really have a detrimental impact on the bag's condition and also its resale value. So I would have, you know, two really good tips. I think if you can always keep the dust bag that your handbag came in, and even if you don't have the original one, you can buy, you know, some cheap dust bag, you know, at any store, even like a Walmart or, or a Target, or you can try to buy, you know, an original dust bag on Tradesy. But I would try to keep the bag in its original dust bag when you're not carrying it. And then the other thing is we tell our customers never to hang their handbags because you'd be very surprised, but the handles can often stretch. And if you hang a bag for a long period of time, the shape can be distorted. So, you know, not everyone has a massive closet, but as long as you can kind of keep the bag in its own dust bag and keep it separated, then you should be fine in terms of storage. Mm-hmm. And it's just stuff as well, correct? Yeah. Stuff? So, yeah. Yeah, stuffing is good, you know, not overstuffing, but that will definitely help keep or uh, help the bag retain its shape over time. But you know, a lot of bags when you buy them, they're meant to be flimsy. So it really depends on the leather type. If you're talking about, you know, uh a Neverfull or something like that, it's meant to be worn. But if you have, you know, a Birkin or a Kelly or, or something um, that is more of a stiff leather, then you might want to keep it stuffed so it retains its shape. Mm-hmm. I'm taking notes, David, because I actually <laughs> – because that's one of the things I did. Um, a client, she for my birthday, she gave me the bag that I had always wanted. And one of the things that I did was I kept it in the dust bag. But I also, because it was stuff, I made sure that every time when I was done using it, I actually put the, the paper back in. So, And I'm not hanging my bags. My bags are all on shelf. So I feel right. that I am doing good. Yeah, you so, are. It sounds like you. it. <laughs> well, thank you, Dave. Thank you, David. So should women, because, you know, we get into the spring cleaning, and women always focus on the clothes, should we also – you know, incorporate spring cleaning our handbags as well? Yeah, you know, I think it's great. If if you have the classic bags, you may want to keep them because those are never going to go out of style. You know, you may even be able to give them down to your children one day. But if you have that seasonal bag that you've got your wear out of it and it's just sitting in your closet, you know, it's, it's one of the hardest parts of my job is to convince a woman uh, that they want to sell their bag because you're probably not going to get as much money as you paid for it for original retail value. But if it's just sitting on your closet and collecting dust, you might as well sell it and then put it towards a bag you're actually going to use. And I think that's the way that consumption is heading. You know, you get your wear out of it. You see it as an investment, you take care of it, and then you sell it, you know, similar to leasing a car or or buying a car. You can always sell it down the line. So I think it's a great idea, particularly with bags that you're so-so on or you just don't wear anymore. You know, why not sell it and and put the money towards something that you're actually going to use that season? Annette is a great tip as you are spring cleaning your closets. Look at your bag especially those high-end designer bags, and if you're not using it and you don't plan on using it, then visit Rebag. So, David, how can women 
contact with you and take advantage of the wonderful service you offer? Of course. So my email is just my name. It's David, D-A-V-I-D, at rebag.com. They can message me, and I can get you preferred pricing on any bag that you want to sell. We also have a great partnership program where we partner with individuals on a freelance basis, and if they can refer their clients to us, then we offer them a commission. So we can work with you on a number of ways. I'm also always happy just to give tips if you're, you know, looking to sell a bag elsewhere or just have a general question, I'm happy to help. So um, I will pass along all my contact information, my cell phone as well, and and I hope uh, that people will reach out. Well, that is wonderful. Thank you, David. Actually, as you were talking, I know somebody who has a bag never used Still in its original box, and um, it's just a little ish, but she said, I'm not going to use this bag, so I am going to have to connect her with you. Yes, See, we would love that. Never, ever. When she showed me the big, the big bag and the big box, and I was like, you never used it, you know, Janet. <laughs> I just, I, I don't want it. I was like, oh, okay, it's an emotional thing. I understand. Well, David, thank you so much for taking time out your schedule to come course, join my business. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. That was a great interview. So what did you learn? I learned to keep it clean, stuffed, cover, and store. And that's exactly what I did for one of my high-end designer bags. So I suggest you do the same. And ladies out there, it is spring cleaning time, so why not? make some extra money that you could buy the bag that you really want by just checking out Rebag. And as you know, you can always go to the show page, click on the link, and it will take you directly to our guest's website. So we're going to pause for a quick second, and then we're going to come back, and I am going to be sharing with you my audiobook selection for this week. Hello. This is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And for those of you in the Philadelphia area, I have been um, searching high and low for shredding events. Um, There are some coming up. A lot of them are in the counties, but I would suggest to all of my listeners, no matter where you are, is to Google. Put shredding events, whatever your city is, whatever your zip code is, to see if you can find one near you so you can conquer your paper piles and get those papers out. So my our sponsor, Audible, is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. You download a title for free, start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized to get started. And my audiobook selection for this week is The Life Laundry, How to Dejunk Your Life, And this is a book about life organizing, which, of course, we all could use every now and then. And it says letting go can be hugely rewarding, freeing up your time for the things that really matter. 
practical, inspirational, and liberating. Life Laundry will provide both the quality of your life, excuse me, improve the quality of your life, and help you achieve a clutter-free home. So again, Life Laundry, How to Dejunk Your Life is my audio book selection for this week. Well, listeners, it is spring cleaning time, and if you are having challenges just organizing your home and your life, then you really want the support of a group and, of course, the support of an organizing expert, then check out my Get My Life Totally Organized private Facebook group, and it is created to organize your life. And it's a safe place where you can post questions, photos, and videos of your organizing challenges and receive strategies that help you get your life in order. Now, one suggestion I do have is after you look at it and you think this is something I want to try, first of all, the first month is a dollar, and you can cancel at any time. And then after that, if you want to continue the investment, it's $7. But I do suggest that you really think about it because if this is a group you want to be a belong a member of, then post, you know, I encourage people to post their projects, post their progress, post their hacks. Because sometimes you have a hack that might be helpful for somebody else. But whatever your challenges in your home, your time, and your life, I am here to help you on that journey to living an organized life. So go to my website and check out the Get My Life Totally Organized group. And when you join, Post what you need help organizing so I can help you on that journey and walk side by side with you. So please check it out. Well, it is Taylor's Tip time. And tonight I'm going to share with you just a few ways, five ways in order to organize those handbags. Number one, remove all the handbags from the closet. So that way from the closet, from the hallway closet, out of the car, wherever they are, Get all the handbags together. Then you want to categorize. You got your leather, you got your cloth, you got your 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 purse, your um pouches, you got your clutches, you got your dress bags. So begin to because once you do that, then you can really see what your inventory is, and then you can see what you like, what you don't like. Then purge those that you do not use. Purge. And then what you do is you organize them on your shelf. That's the next step. You organize them on your shelf. And once you used it, put it away. So when you use a bag maybe for a special occasion or to match an outfit and you're not going to use it anymore, then take that bag, you make sure it's clean, you make sure it's stuffed, you make sure it's in the bag, put it on the shelf. So I'm going to repeat that. You want to remove all your bags from the closet and wherever else and gather them together, categorize them, purge them, then you want to organize on shelves, and once you use them, you want to put them away. So those are my Taylor's Tips time for this week on just how to organize those handbags. Well, for those of you who live in other parts of the city, other parts of the state, other parts of the country, other parts of the world, I do offer virtual organizing sessions. And basically, it is allows me to help you. We can do this via iPhone. We can do this via Skype. We can do this via the telephone. You just share with me 
your photos, your videos of the space you want to organize, and I will help you step-by-step on achieving that goal of having that space organized. So, again, all you have to do is you have to go to my website at ShannonMTaylor.com and check out my virtual sessions and see if that's that will work for you. Well, of course, I want to take a moment to thank all my listeners, thank all of those who follow me via social media, thank all of you for retweeting and liking and tweeting and sharing all of my social media posts. I appreciate you. And this week, I want you to check out my Pinterest board for closet organizing, for some strategies on organizing your closet, organizing your handbags, etc. So I have a Pinterest board specifically for that. So check that out. And also check out Janet's life's favorite lifestyle products because you'll find Rebag and others on there as well. So check those out. Well, you know what today is. Today is Monday, tomorrow is Tuesday, and it's Tossa Tuesday. And I want you to schedule time to clean out your purse. That's what I want you to do for Tossa Tuesday. Schedule time to clean out the purse. Well, now I'm going to move to my app suggestion, my product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion for the week. My app suggestion is note-taking. Note-list, which is one of the oldest and most fully featured. Evernote lets you create both simple and complex workflows using a combination of notebooks, notes, and tags to keep everything organized. And one of the best features for gathering research is Web Clipper extension, um, which lets you save entire web pages, including text, images, PDFs with a single click. So my app taking uh, app suggestion for this week, of course, is Evernote. And I'm actually using another app that I'll share with you next week that I'm really kind of enjoying. So this week it's Evernote, which is one of my favorite because it keeps me on track of everything that I need to do. My product suggestion is your Lime Purse Storage Bin. And it's for storing purses and linens and folded garments. And the purse storage bin does the job beautifully. So it's a purse storage bin, and you can get it from Bed Bath & Beyond. My repurpose suggestion for the repurpose a handbag to use as to put items for a car emergency kit, like your sewing kit, or you can use it in the garden instead of going out to buy planners, repurpose it for the home. So you can use it in a handbag in the car for an emergency kit or in the garden. So those are my repurpose tips. So you can find my app suggestion, my product suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion by just going to my Pinterest page, and you can check out my boards, apps that will help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, and my repurpose board as well. My quote for the week is, you only lose when you cling to because a lot of times we feel like we're going to lose things if we let go. But, you know, really sometimes you have to let go. You lose, you only lose when you cling to. So when you hold on and hold on and hold on, you're really not holding on to anything. So you got to let go. 
you got to let go. I'm excited about my upcoming episodes because next week we've got Spring Clean Your Body, and then the end of the month is shredding. We're talking about shredding, which is key, which is necessary. And then, of course, next month is next Mother's Day. I'm excited because I have three phenomenal women. One woman, she started a nonprofit, so she goes to Sierra Leone regularly to help the people there. Then I have the speaker and the minister and the counselor. And then, of course, I have a woman who has been in media and marketing, and she's going to talk about a at any age conference. So I'm excited about May. Of course, I'm excited about the rest of April. So be sure to tune in and, of course, share this with your family as well as your friends. So um, also make sure that if you follow me via social media that you register for the Get Your Life, Get Your Legal House in Order workshop. It is this coming Friday, 68. P.M. 8 p.m. Yes, it's on a Friday evening. We've done so many other different things on Friday, but sometimes it's time to get our legal house in order. So Rosalind D. Mars, she will be the attorney arm, the legal arm, and then of course I will be sharing, following up with some organizing tips. So I really am happy that this presentation is taking place because this is something that is near and dear to my heart is to educate people to make sure that they have their legal house in order. They have the will. They have the medical directives. They have the living will. They have all of that stuff. And not only do they have the documents, but the documents are valid. The documents are current. And that the documents, they have a physical file as well as a backup. So if you are in the area at 6 to 8, go to my social media pages, my Facebook pages specifically, and you can sign up for the event. You need to bring your sisters, your brothers, your children. If you do not have a will, you need to be there. So um, make sure you register. There is still time to do so. So I look forward to seeing you in the place again. Rosalind D. Morris will be bringing all the, she has a checklist of all the stuff we're supposed to have. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I'll be following up and just how to organize all of those documents that we are supposed to in our possession. So make sure you join me. I'm excited about that. And I'm also excited um, next week I will be sharing some awesome, awesome news. And, of course, this week if you our home during the daytime, or if you have a DVR, I will be on the Rachel Ray Show. That's right. You heard me. I will be on the Rachel Ray Show. So be sure to just tune in and check it out and see what I do. I'm excited about that. So um, before I sign off for this evening, because it's been, a, it's been a long day, but it's been a great day, is I truly want to um, just continue to encourage you. We are in April. So we're in the fourth month, midway through the fourth month, and just encourage you to continue on your journey to live an organized life. I know sometimes it gets overwhelming. I know sometimes it gets frustrating. I know sometimes it feels like nothing's getting done, but continue with the process. Do one thing at a time. Okay, maybe you decide, Janet, I just need to get my whole house organized. 
well, it's great. You know, you need to get the whole house organized. But what do you need to work on first? Maybe let's work on the bedroom so that every time you walk in there, you will feel like you are in your own private sanctuary and you can relax. So let's start with making sure that there's nothing on the bed so that when you leave every day, you make your bed up because when you come home, you see a made bed ready for you to sleep in. And then maybe next you'll work on that dresser of all that stuff that needs to be either um, purged, that needs to be donated, that needs a system so that the dresser is clear. And then the next thing you know, you work on that closet so that only the things that you wear and love are in the closet. Everything else has been donated. So that's how you tackle a project. You don't necessarily have to do everything in one session, but that is how you do it. That is how you get things done. And then, of course, it's the same way. You just go through your entire house like that. So I just wanted to encourage you, and I also want to encourage you to make sure you open up your mail. You know, I heard a a terrible, terrible story of what happened when somebody didn't open their mail. So I just want to encourage you that no matter how tired you are, that at least once a week you will open your mail. You will read your mail. You will face your mail. A blog I wrote this week actually has on it, Are You Afraid of the Mail? I don't want you to be afraid of the mail. So make sure if you're not already on my mailing list to go to my website and join my mailing list. Please do, because this week I'm coming out with another newsletter. So I'm, I am um, excited, as always, when those are published. And, of course, make sure, even if you don't, just go to my website and read my blogs. Um, I've been writing blogs for several years now, so check those out. Or just follow me via any social media venue, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Google+, or even Instagram. And I am on Periscope, too. But you can always go to my YouTube channel and watch videos of previous Periscope episodes. So I thank you so much for joining me. I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you because you allow me to continue to do what I love to do, which is talk about the topic of organizing. So I want you to continue to share this show with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. I hope that you, if you are home or if you're not, your DVR, the episode this week on this Thursday, Thursday, and the date is April 19th. Um, check out um, the Rachel Ray Show because I will be on there providing a couple tips. And so I just want to let you know, until next time, you have an organized day, but most of all, you have a clutter-free week. Take care. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.